0: Welcome to the Jackets Online podcast. Uh, Russell Johnson's with me, and uh, this is Kelly Quinlan, the publisher of Jackets Online. And today we have something a little special for you. We are going to do, in honor of the NFL draft and the first sporting event in a while, our own Georgia Tech football players draft. So we're going to take the 100 players on the roster as of right now and draft, uh, I guess, what did we say, 45 spots? Is that what we're doing?
1: Yeah, 45.
0: Um, each. And and uh, that's kind of how this is going to roll. Russell, you're in charge of running the draft, so kind of, you know, explain how we're going to do this.
1: So, what we're going to do is, uh, your, your baby was born before mine, the second one, so we'll give you first pick, since you've been dealing with the uh, sleepless nights for longer than I have, um, <laughs> and then from there, we'll, we'll just alternate. We're not going to uh, do a snake draft or anything crazy like that. We're just going to, you know, kind of go back and forth, and then once everybody has a the full 45, then we'll we'll kind of be done, um, and and then we'll go through position by position to make sure that we have enough players.
0: And uh, as we draft, we can talk a little bit about the thought process behind each pick and so forth, too, a little bit.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: so I will go first a second. I just realized I was missing somebody on my list. And this does not include the kids who are not on campus yet. So this is just through basically the May roster. Uh, I'll throw Devin Cochran in just because he's a grad transfer. We'll make him available. Um, But like the Ryan Kings or Miles Brooks and those types will not be a part of this draft.
1: Well, there goes my first pick.
0: Oh, you know what? You You know what? We can put them in. That's fine. You want to put the, the newbies in? That's fine. Um,
1: it adds intrigue.
0: Okay. Let me uh, change one thing, but, yeah, that's fine. Um, so with my first pick in the inaugural Jackets Online Georgia Tech football roster draft, uh, I am going to take Jordan Mason, the running back from Tennessee. And I pick Jordan because Jordan's to me probably the best offensive player on the team all around. Did tremendous work last year. Um, is a guy who I think will play on Sundays and is a guy who can run through any type of offensive line as he proved last year.
1: That was the uh, the least dramatic number one overall pick, other than the one coming up tonight in the NFL that I've had in a while. Uh, where are you going, Russell? Um, so, so I'm thinking I'm leaning towards defense. Um, I, I'm, I'm really a, a big defense guy. I, I love watching nine to six games, twelve to twelve to seven, whatever, and you name it, low scoring. So I'm going to start off, and I'm going to pick Trey uh, Willing, the quarterback from Louisiana. Um, I think that his upside as a DB and the improvement that he shows throughout the season. Uh, sorry, he, he can be a little bit grabby at times, but I think that that's a, a good personality trait for him to have going into his junior year.
0: Okay. So with my second pick, I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take Devin Cochran, the offensive tackle from Vanderbilt, who stepping on foot stepping foot on campus is probably the Jackets' best offensive lineman. No offense to. Kenny Cooper or Ryan Johnson or Zach Quinney or any other guys, but I really like Devin Cochran's game. He played in a god-awful offense at, at Vanderbilt, and um, I think he's a guy that can, can really make be a difference maker for him this season, so that's my second pick.
1: I'd say uh, that's a real good pick. I was I was torn between Swilling and cochrane. I, uh, I tend to always lean towards the defense, but you know, offensive line is it's so important, and I think it's going to be so important for, for Georgia Tech this season. But um, for my next pick, I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to stay in the secondary, and I'm going to grab Kanye Thomas, the DB from Florida. Um, I believe that he is similar to what you said about Mason and, and what I was saying about Sterling is I think that he can, you know, has the potential to possibly play on Sundays. And uh, just seeing his improvement throughout the year, even playing with the the club on his wrist at one point, just the, the plays he was able to make, and I think my my secondary is setting up pretty well.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, with my third pick, I'm going to the defensive side of the ball for the first time, and I'm going to take uh, T.K. Chimento from where is T.K. from? P.K. is from Florida, I believe, isn't he? Where's TK from?
1: He's from, uh, he went to um, IMG.
0: Lincoln. Yeah, so he was at IMG. He's from, where is TK from? He was, he's from the uh, Cule, actually, I think, but he went to IMG, so that's why I think he's from Florida. But uh, best defensive tackle on the team right now, in my opinion, uh, whether that, you know, continues to be the case come the season, I don't know, but remember, he was just a redshirt freshman playing last year, played. An insane amount of snaps played very well for Georgia Tech. I really like PK's game at, at the nose, and he can play the three techniques. So he gives you a lot of versatility.
1: Yeah, he does. That's a, uh, that's, a that's a good pick. For uh, my next pick, I'm going to go a little bit risky here, and I'm going to take Antonio Clayton, the uh, incoming transfer who sat out last year. And was a five star rated by Rivals.com coming out of high school. Um, I think that his size and his ability to to get through, get to the the quarterback and stop, make stops in the run game is going to hopefully for if there is a season, you know, there's, that's been a constant topic of conversation on message boards all over the place, social media. But if there is, I I think Clayton's got a chance to make a, a real strong impact.
0: Okay. I like that pick. Uh, interesting. I'm going to go with my fourth pick, right? Um, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Johnson, the offensive guard from Tennessee, who I was really impressed with this spring. I thought he had a great spring. Brings a lot of uh, power and and really well-built guy, a really talented offensive lineman. He's going to be the cornerstone. Him and Cochran, two of the pieces that Jordan Mason would run behind in in my fantasy offense.
1: Yeah, see, you're you're making this tough. Your your offensive line's got going to give me problems. Exactly. <laughs> your offensive line's going to give me problems, but um, I think it's been too long since we said Amari Brown's name, so it's time for him to come off the board. Um, just <laughs> seeing the 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 plays he was able to make, you know, coming coming in as a freshman last year. The expectations weren't too high for a slot receiver with a new offense and everything, but he overdid any expectation he could have possibly had. Maybe maybe not for himself, but, you know, just, just coming in, like I said, you know, being a three-star recruit, um, doing what he was able to do, tying Calvin Johnson's record, I think he's going to make big plays in my hypothetical offense.
0: Okay, totally understandable pick. Um, I'm going to go – back to the defense of side of ball. And I'm going to pick one of my favorite players to watch and practice. And just in general, Tariq Carpenter, uh, hard hitting safety, big player, tons of personality, tremendous young man. And, uh, hopefully a guy whose name will be getting called a year from now, uh, on an NFL draft. I really like Tariq. He's hit one of my favorite people on the team, one of my favorite guys to talk to. And, uh, he definitely gets my pick there,
1: that's a solid pick, yeah, he was actually my best pick. <laughs> i was going I was really loading up the secondary there, um but since you did that, I'm going to have to go with David Curry, the, the linebacker. Where's David from?
0: David's from uh Georgia
1: Buford. yeah, that's right Beauford. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just you, you can't say enough about the kid. I mean, he's not the fastest player. He's not going to make every play you, you could ever want from a linebacker. But David's a gamer. He's going to get get to the ball carrier. Uh, he's going to have the the task of, of tackling Jordan Mason and my hypothetical defense.
0: All right, you take him, and I'm going to go with my man Kenny Cooper, center. As I continue to build out the offensive line, that's the, the the lifeblood of of any running game, and I really like Kenny. I think he's a guy who's going to come back and have a good year. He's in really good shape um, for the first time in a while and healthy and uh, seems to have his head on straight uh, going into the season. He was an all-ACC center two years ago. There's no reason to think he can't do that. He can also play guard, so He gives you some flexibility there.
1: I'm a little worried about your offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm definitely a little bit worried about your offensive line, which is why I am going to take who I believe is is probably the the next best offensive lineman still available, and that is Zach Quinney. Um, You know, just versatility on the offensive line is going to be my left tackle in this hypothetical world. But just seeing him being able to slide left, right, you know, wherever he needs to, especially with, with Devin coming in.
0: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm gonna counter you one more and take Jack to four. Uh to further strengthen my offensive line. It's like a run on starting pitchers in a baseball draft. Um I, I really like Jack. I think Jack's prime for a great season. He's getting to stay at the same position playing left guard. Uh they're very comfortable with him there. They kept him there in the spring with the idea that him and Cochran would make up that left side of the line and I think Jack's best football is still ahead of him, so I'm taking Jack to four with my next pick.
1: That is a good pick. Now, is Bruce Jordan willing? is he on the board at linebacker or running back here?
0: He'd be on the board at running back, because that's where he's playing now.
1: All right. I, I just needed some clarification there. Okay. With my next pick, I'm going to go back to the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take Demetrius Knight i okay. uh, seeing his, his transition from, you know, high school quarterback and basically kind of a do-it-all athlete, but to what he's become, you know, coming off the edge, making plays, I was really impressed by him as a true freshman. And similar to Brown, he probably didn't really have any expectations coming in. It was more of a can he do it type of thing with the transition.
0: Sure. I'm going to counter that move and stay on the offensive side of the ball and take Jalen Camp who to me is another dark horse guy, a guy who was hurt, literally played hurt last year, was very limited physically. Um, Richard looks tremendous this spring, just was flying around there much faster. He's still a gigantic human being with great hands. I think he's a special wide receiver and a cornerstone piece to, to loosen the uh, run game up for Jordan Mason for me. Yeah, that's a,
1: that's, a, that's a good pick. He was one of the next on my list. You know, sticking with the – I don't know if you call him redshirt seniors. He, he would be a redshirt senior, right?
0: Yep, he's a redshirt senior.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Jahaze Ali for the same – almost the same reason. Obviously, I, I wasn't at spring practice, so I don't know how good or how well he's, you know, recovering. But just having that size on the defensive line is it's massive.
0: Okay. I'm with you there. I am going to go my next pick. I'm going to take someone that will be a little bit surprising to people here. And I am going to go with Tobias Oliver. I was extremely impressed with Tobias at corner this spring. And he seems like a guy who might be poised if he can play a full season to be kind of a breakout player and maybe um surprise a lot of people with his ability at corner. He's just very natural. And I needed to get a corner on the board, so I'm gonna take Tobias.
1: And that is your first corner because you've got uh you got Carpenter at, at safety, but you didn't have a corner. Yep. Oh man, that's uh you're throwing wrenches into my game plan over here. <laughs> I'm gonna take another linebacker and I'm gonna take Chico Bennett. I was Oh Chico another,
0: the rush linebacker.
1: Another freshman who I was impressed with last season. Um curious to see, you know, what what his size will be coming into the fall. But having him rush linebacker coming off the edge, doing what he needs to do to get to well, you haven't drafted a quarterback yet so you can't get into any of your quarterbacks, but just to make plays.
0: Well, you take him, and I go back to the offensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take Malachi Carter, who is a guy who's yet to put it together on the field, but I love his game. Tremendous receiver. Um, great outside uh, guy, good speed, can catch the ball, get up. He's got some athleticism, so I really like Malachi. I'll take him next.
1: You're going to leave the cupboard bare at wide receiver. Huh? <laughs> you' you're leaving no, me no I', heard,
0: yeah, I, was just, I was just giving you a hard time you'
1: are you're leaving me there um my next pick gonna be a little bit surprising in my opinion for other peop- for people to ha- be me be so high on him, but i mean the way he played his senior season um the way he was able to you know, basically see his recruitment blow up, and that that's obviously Jameer Gibbs um Need a running back, don't have a running back yet. He's going to run behind a, a, a pretty patchy offensive line, and I need somebody who's shifty and can, you know, get by people. And that's really what I see Gibbs kind of specializing in.
0: Okay, that's an interesting pick. I'm going to go continue my offensive uh, 4A here and take Jordan Yates as my quarterback. Jumping into that game. I really like Jordan's game. I like his leadership ability. And for what I would want to do offensively, he is the better fit of the, the quarterbacks in terms of playing immediately. So I really like Jordan uh, as torn on Tucker Gleason, but or James Graham, but I, I like Jordan a lot. And I think he's the guy that uh, will surprise a lot of people this fall anyways.
1: Yeah, I would say you, you definitely um, kind of just started the Jordan Yates bandwagon. Right there, picking him as the first quarterback off the board. <laughs> I can hear the I can hear the message board turning.
0: Uh, as they do.
1: Yes, um, but my next pick um, I see some quarterbacks coming off the board. I'm going to take James Graham. Okay. I think that uh, James Graham has the experience that's needed to to lead the offense. Um, like you said, Jordan Yates. May have a higher upside and may have a, a higher ceiling with the offense that's being run, but for now, James Graham, I believe, is a is going to have to to make the plays needed for us to win. Okay, us as Team Johnson.
0: Yeah, Team Johnson. I'm going to go back to the defensive side for the first time in a while and take Charlie Thomas. You can play nickel safety, linebacker, whatever. He's played nickel and safety this spring. I really like Charlie's game. Charlie just has a nose for the ball, let's be honest. And he's a good tackler and and an all-around tremendous defensive player. also enjoy kind of his his swagger a little bit. So Charlie Thomas is my next pick.
1: That's a good one. That is a a really good one. I'm looking. We've we've picked quite a few of the the linebackers and safeties, and for a position that many thought was a – i would going call it a weakness last year. It it's just interesting to see how fast they've they've all come flying off the
0: board. Yep. I agree. What you got, Russell?
1: I'm thinking here, this is a uh it's it's time for me to get easy. You know, I've got I mean I have Clayton and Lee, but I i need I need some more D linemen. Can you and go D line? You can
0: go offensive linemen, there's lots of stuff.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking for, for my next pick, I'm going to take well, – let's see here. You take William Lay? No, you did I have, not. I have not. He's out there. That will, that, that will be my pick. I need, you're going to take Will more. Lay?
0: Yeah. Okay. Belay the center of attention for Russell's wrestling team. Uh, I'm going to go back to defense with this pick. I'm going to take, uh, one of my favorite kids, Quez Jacks, who played really well down the stretch for Georgia Tech, taking over at the low linebacker after Bruce Jordan Swilling got injured. Or the story about him on Thursday. Quez is your typical kind of in the box linebacker, just makes plays, tackles really well. Um guy who's going to get better as he gets more comfortable with the defense, and I really needed a linebacker desperately, so I take Quez.
1: You did need a linebacker.
0: Yeah, I was uh first one for me.
1: Your offensive line is loaded, and then Quez Jackson, yeah, you just put a story up on the side on him, didn't you?
0: Yep, on Thursday. Yes for today or whatever. Try not to make it so uh, time-specific.
1: That's true. Very true. So for my next pick, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, in big DBs, and I've got uh, Swilling Thomas, and I'm going to add a, a third DB, and that's going to be Caleb Oliver. Uh, Caleb Caleb Oliver's length is just so intriguing to me, and, I think he will be to to possibly scouts, you know, kind of as he continues to mature and and develop.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, for my next pick, I'm going to get in that D-line mix for the first time, and I'm going to take Antoine Owens, who's a guy who can play end or defensive tackle, three techniques personal defensive line was probably their best um, defensive end type guy last year, played kind of in that role by Antonius Clayton. And they're all kind of jammed together there. Uh, Three technique guys played both end -end and tackle during his career at Georgia Tech. And Antoine's just a very steady guy. Senior guys kind of flown under the radar a little bit just because of the ineffectiveness at times of the defense. But I really like Antoine. So that's my next pick.
1: I like it we're we're gonna have a run on defensive players here because I'm going upside here and I'm taking Mike Lockhart.
0: Ooh, oh. Ooh.
1: The one that was, was I was hoping to get him later. <laughs> the one that was just so close to burning his red shirt, but they were able to preserve it. They they got him in the four games. Um, they were able to, to beat a handful of SEC schools for him back in his recruitment. And just seeing all the videos of him working out and just, like, he's, he's blown up miserable-wise. And whether he lines up for us, at, for Team Johnson at on their edge, or if he lines up at D tackle when Clayton's getting a breather or Lee's getting a breather, that's a great pick.
0: Uh, that, that him. I feel like I need a pass rusher. I'm going to go with the one that I like, actually, the most right now on the roster. Um, that's Jordan Dominic, who was a guy that was kind of uh a forgotten man last year was in a little bit of maybe the doghouse in some ways. He said by his own admission, uh had some struggles adapting to to things, but at that outside linebacker rush in spot, Jordan Dominic's very good player, played really well down the stretch for them and has a lot of upside, still a very young player, is going to be a redshirt sophomore this season.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like I think he said, um, you know, he's got a, a real chance this coming year. But do you, do you hear that sound? I, I hear I hear quarterback controversy.
0: Are you gonna take Tuck now?
1: No. Nope. You're
0: gonna take Jeff Sims?
1: That is correct. I'm I'm gonna take Jeff Sims. I'm going to go all in on the, the upside train. I'm gonna play him Sims. ready
0: the running quarterbacks you're going with the more uh speedy of the uh the four
1: yeah we've, we've we've got to run to control the clock It gets your ground and pound offensive line
0: <laughs> all right fair enough um I think I need to get a little more versatile in terms of uh actually no i I need to finish off the offensive line here and do that, I'm going to take a kid that I really was impressed with this spring, uh, Jordan Williams, as he will be my right tackle to, to complete my starting five on the offensive line. So I got Cochran at left tackle, DeFort left guard, Cooper at center, Ryan Johnson at right guard, and Jordan Williams at right tackle. I feel like I'm doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, I think that may actually end up being the – that could be the starting five, couldn't it?
0: Well, I think Quinny's going to hold off Jordan for a little bit, but I think Jordan's going to be the backup tackle or both left and right tackle. That would be be my guess right now. But, you know, we're still hopefully three and a half months away from camp or whatever, uh, or maybe hopefully sooner. But that's just my guess right now.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you're finishing your offensive line, and I'm – definitely looking for a, an outside receiver. And and with that, I'm going to have to go with Adonica Sanders.
0: Oh man. <laughs> he my was my next able, guy on my board. He was able to, to
1: make the plays when needed. Um, I thought he's, he's kind of, I wouldn't say unappreciated, but, you know, just somebody that will continue to make the most of his opportunities when given. Um, They they signed a lot of receivers in the past class, and they're going to probably sign four in in this coming class. So, I mean, there's going to be roster turnover, especially at that position. But I think that Sanders can continue to kind of keep his head down, keep working, and, like I said, make plays when he needs to.
0: Okay. Uh, I like it. I need another corner, so I'm going to take Zamari Walton round out my corners. So I now have Zamari and Tobias. I really like Zamari's game. He's a guy that was really underappreciated. Felt like they should have burned his um, red shirt two years ago uh, when he was a freshman. He played better than some of the guys that that were starting uh, under the former corner defense coordinator coaches. Um, and then this past year played really well uh, opposite Trace Willing at times was Probably the better of the two corners in my opinion uh, though i love trey so i will take zamari walton
1: good pick good pick he's he's from florida
0: yeah he's from uh the panhandle part of florida um he's from where's he from z's from um uh, i'm sorry he's from the other side he's from melbourne on the space coast side that's where, uh, Zamari Walton, Zamari Walton, see, he may, uh, I'm trying to remember if he's, one of the kids that's from Florida, it may not be Zamari, might have been someone else, committed on the 4th of July and I was on a lake with, where there was no, uh, cell service. Um oh my. But, and I had the commitment story ready, like he had told me ahead of time. Um I just, like I had no way to like put it up or whatever because he didn't really give me a time. He just said he was going to do it at something. I feel like it was either him or Devin Ellison to do that. Um, I was in Massachusetts on a lake and got the and had to like stand at the top of his house to get enough of a signal to post the story. Oh, my God. It was Amari Walton who did it. That's who it was. I looked it back up. Um, all right, you're up, my man.
1: I am up. And with my pick, I'm going to take Bradley Harvin, the punter.
0: Okay.
1: I think that I think that he's got the ability to, you know, flip the field. And with, with my offense, that can, can be kind of erratic at times, at least until, you know, Jeff Sims is ready. Uh, we, we need somebody who can do that, who can – and I think Presley can. Presley can flip the field. We we saw he has a little bit of an arm too.
0: All right. Well that that sucks for me, but I'm gonna jump in and take a a surprise pick here. Also in the kicking category. I'm gonna take Drew Kelly, the walk on kicker. Um, from Alatoona, maybe? Is that one?
1: Yeah, he is, is from Alatuna.
0: Yeah. Jude Kelly, I uh, really like his game, highly ranked kicker. Um, he had legitimate offers to, to go kick and decide to walk on at Georgia Tech. So I'm going to think Jude Kelly, I think he may be the Jackets kicker this year. Really? Yeah.
1: Now was he at spring practice?
0: He hung out at some. Uh, Stephen Verdisco was there, who's uh, from another part of Florida near Tampa. That's leaving my brain right now. And then there's Jude Kelly, and then there's another walk-on, um, the kid that's from uh, Tucker Gleason's high school team. Um,
1: right, the one that tore ACL.
0: Uh, Hare, Trevor Hare, is that right, something like that?
1: Yeah, wasn't he recovering from an injury?
0: Well, Steven Verdisco was. Like, yeah, he was – That's up, right. He was enrolled early and not in in uh, practice and not kicking anyways. But he recovered from some high school injury, I think really testing the limits of my knowledge when we start getting into the minutiae of walk-ons. Uh, with, with the, all of the stuff we have to carry, that, that one that's a, a tougher road. And uh, it's cool because I appreciate the way that uh, Coach Collins and them use those kids, but it's hard to to know their backstories as well as uh, the scholarship kids. And, yeah, yeah, I think I have 20 years of scholarship kids in my brain. That doesn't help either. That's true. Uh, so what was the last pick you picked? Uh, I picked you, Kelly. Yeah. So it's your pick, Russell.
1: Uh, yes. So clarification sake, so Jerry Howard's a linebacker?
0: Yeah, Jerry, he's playing linebacker right now. You could make him a running back, I suppose.
1: I could, and that's what I'm going to do. I need, I need a, a proven veteran to go along with Gibbs. Um, and, and Howard really showed his ability, I think he has, even through before my time covering the program, um, that he's willing to do anything he can for the program. You know, he's on special teams, kick team, kickoff team, punt return, anything. I think yeah, I think that was part of the reason why he ended up wearing the number 90 at one point last year.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So that leaves me with, some more holes still to fill. I'm going to go back to the defensive line now, and I'm going to take Justice Dingle, who's a kid I really like uh, from Kentucky, really from Tennessee. Um, great kid, a uh, lot of talent, Left lot of outside, played well, steady, not going to blow you away with his game, but I mean, I think he's in a dogfight right now with Antonius Clayton at that strong side end spot um, for playing time. I think he played really well this spring and up his game. So, Justice as dingle is my pick.
1: Took him right off the board from me. So, uh, a, a quick quick note on his brother. Um, I haven't put a future cast in for him yet, the, the four-star tight end from same school, Bowling Green. But there is a ton of momentum towards him ending up following and playing with his brother. It uh, makes he, a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just all of the signs point towards it. You know, he's high on academics. Um, it seems like like really high on academics like to the point of where he's seriously considering Northwestern. So, I mean, that in and of itself kind of makes you do a double take. Um, but he'll be releasing a, a top schools list here soon enough, like every other kid in the 2021 class. But <laughs> his list will be a lot more precise than than others and Georgia Tech will be on there no doubt and I well like I said well, I haven't put a future cast in for him yet it, it's pretty close cool now offensive linemen we're, we're getting to the nitty gritty you took them you took almost all of them
0: yeah there's a few still sitting that played last year um, Mikey Minahan Charlie Clark Austin Smith may have played a little bit. Um, Mike May played a little bit.
1: That's true. I'm, I think I'm going to go with uh, an incoming freshman, seeing that I I cover recruiting. You're
0: going to take like Paula or? Whatever? I am taking Paula. Okay.
1: I am taking Paula, and because I think that you know his already his skill set already, and uh, combined with with Brent Key's coaching ability, I think that that is something that is really gonna help him um not just to you know get better like as from a skill standpoint but also to for him to know when to let out, you know, that that video that went viral on social media of him screaming while he was on a short Tech visit. Uh just knowing when to when to channel that. And I think sure. that's really gonna help him and you know, speaking of, of Key, he's gonna be likely celebrating, even though he's not there anymore, another Alabama offensive lineman getting drafted in the top 10 tonight.
0: That is very true. Uh, and those kids really like Coach Key. Uh, I've seen a lot of them come back and, and kind of visit with him and stuff. That's been kind of cool to, to check out. Back to the draft thing, I'm going to take Jamias Griffin. Um, I'm going to go with a little bit of a two-back, three-receiver kind of look. And Jamias and Jordan Mason together in the backfield is very appealing to me. I'm going to take those two guys.
1: Yeah, it is. Those are starting out. Those are probably the top two on the in the depth chart, right?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Um, they're, you know, Jordan's a clear one, and I think that it'll be interesting to see what the the two spot is. But Jem- Jemias has done a nice job of fixing the kind of issues he had with the game. Mainly, a lot of it was um, he was having trouble finishing runs. He was getting a little too uh, on his toes, a little too down and was losing his balance a little bit um, after getting contact and would fall down in in some situations where maybe he could have broke long runs off. So I think he's still got tremendous football ahead of him. I really like that kid, and uh, he's the the long-term replacement on my squad for for Jordan Mason.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good pick. Um, The offensive lineman you had mentioned the last time I was up, Minahan, I'm going to go ahead and go with him for this pick.
0: And hey, Mikey, Mikey had a good spring playing center. He was basically the starting center in spring. So, um, can play guard, pl- played really well last year, uh, platooning with Connor Hansen, who had to medically retire. And, um, he, he's, uh, turned into a pretty good little football player. All right. So looking at my board now, what do I need? I feel like uh, I have some issues at linebacker because you flipped Jerry Howard to the other side of the ball. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with uh, a kid here, and I'm going to take Katavian Franks, the incoming freshman linebacker I'm very high on. I think he'll be my will linebacker, and I'll put Quez at the mic.
1: That is a good pick. I was honestly a little bit surprised he didn't end up with that with that coveted four star um just seeing the way both him and Tyson were able to play this season.
0: yeah, I think um he's a guy that was undervalued by our ser- recruiting service, yeah, as people like to call it
1: undervalued yes so for for my next pick, I'm gonna stick with the freshman. And I am going to take Miles Brooks.
0: Ooh, okay. You Myles
1: got Trey th- the
0: other th- corner now.
1: Yeah, I've got my third corner now, so it'll be it'll be good. I think that you know that's your second him. corner.
0: You got Trey and Miles now. That's right.
1: But yeah, I think with Miles, the thing with with his recruitment was how close and how torn he was about whether or not he wanted to enroll early. And, sure. and once, once things kind of got to the point with his recruitment where he knew he was going to go to Georgia Tech, he didn't care what – I mean, he cared what happened on the field, obviously, but he wasn't negatively reacting to the product that was currently on the field like, you know, some other recruits may have been. That He knew that he could go through with it, and that he also kind of wanted to play basketball. his his last year, and he did that. He did pretty well at it. I was a little bit surprised.
0: Hmm. All right, so you want Miles Brooks. I'm going to also go with the defensive back, but I'm going to go with safety. I'm going to take Jalen King, who I was really impressed with, made the switch from corner to safety last year. Played very well, um, especially down stretch in the season for them. Can play free or strong. um, Can probably play the nickel if he needed to. Really like Jay. I think he's a guy uh, long-term has a bright future at Georgia Tech and uh, is maybe the fourth, fifth-best safety on the team behind the, the kind of logjam of junior and seniors with Tariq and Wanye and Caleb and Charlie. So Jay's kind of that next man up in that next group, and uh, I needed a, another safety to, to complement Tariq Carpenter, and that's my guy.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good pick. For for my next pick, I think I am going to have to go with, let's see. Where was I headed? I just had it. Hold on. <laughs> a Terrible pod. But for me, um, my biggest strength right now is, is the defensive side of the ball. So offense has become quite a bit of a a focal point, especially the offensive line. And my next pick is gonna be another incoming freshman, this one an early enrollee, and that's Michael Rankins. Okay.
0: A little bit raw, but um a guy with a lot of upside, tremendous body. Uh impressive looking on the hoof. Mr. Rankins. Okay. I see where you're at thoroughly. I'm sort of at the point now where I'm going to just be taking the best available player. Um, and to me, the next probably best available player is Dante Smith, who is kick returner, running back. He's a third running back. He gives you a change of pace too. He's very good in space. Uh, he's sort of my poor man, Gibbs. And I really like Dante's game. I think he's a guy who really came on. He was pushing – uh, Mr. Griffin for that number two spot in the spring, so I'm going to take Dante Smith.
1: Yeah, I've, I heard really good things um, from from you and from sources about his performance this spring. Uh, everybody was almost to the point to where they were surprised to how well, you know, things had kind of improved. And like you said, he's pushing, pushing for for reps. I'm surprised you haven't taken another quarterback yet.
0: Well, I mean, you could sort of screw me and take a third quarterback, but um, that might just mess mess you up uh, in terms of your your uh, locker room.
1: Yes, it, that may. I think I think the transporter would be hopping if I had three quarterbacks on a forty five man roster. Yep. So for for my next pick, I'm going to dive into back onto the offensive side of the ball, and I'm going to take. Sophomore tight end Dylan Leonard. Oh, okay.
0: I'm
1: going to take your your best friend away from your quarterback.
0: And he really does love Dylan Leonard. They have a nice uh, rapport on the field. How that one makes sense. Um, I will counter your move and take the other Dylan. I'll take Dylan Devaney, who I like is a little bit better of a blocker, a little more physical. Still catches the ball really well, but in in what I'm trying to do offensively he fits it nicely.
1: Yeah, that's a that's another good one. Could it go wrong with either one of them. I'm curious to see how both of them do in the offense and if there's an expanded role for the tight end. I know you know, Tyler Davis has got a chance to get drafted at some point this weekend, could could also get a contract after the draft and But just seeing the way that the offense evolves into what it is eventually going to be, I guess, uh, just seeing how that works with the tight end position is something that I know a lot of recruits are paying attention to. For sure. My next pick, I am going back on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. Okay. Did you take him? No, you didn't. Kelton Dawson.
0: Okay. Like Kelton, Kelton's versatile defensive end.
1: That's what I'm hoping. I need (laughs) need versatility on that defensive line, especially the way that you've kind of built forward that.
0: All right, I'm staying also on the defensive line at this point, and I'm going to take Jamon Brooks. The walk-on defensive tackle ended up being – sort of the starter last year by default. I feel like between him, Antoine Owens and T K Chemezda, I have a pretty solid three man rotation up front on my defensive line. I really like his game and he's just a tough kid.
1: He is a tough kid. We're we're getting to the nitty gritty to where as like you said it becomes the you know, best player available. Yep. And for me I always lean toward players I'm I'm kind of Aware of and know know of and have paid a lot of attention to, and and with that, I keep going to the freshmen. But I, I'm all upside at this point, and that is with Jared Ivey.
0: Jared yeah, Ivy. Figured has that's where got, you're going.
1: Got the size and the speed combination that you need. And let's, let's just watch the basketball highlights and, and you'll understand why I was surprised he, he lasted all the way to the 25th round.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going back to the offensive side of the ball and I am going to take slot receiver Kalani Norris, whose game I really like. He stepped it up in the spring was a guy who um, was, you know, behind maybe one of the best players on offense and a Marion Brown and uh Struggled uh, in his limited play last year, but looked a lot more comfortable this spring. Uh, got his body in a little bit better shape. And I think he's a guy who's primed for a much more significant role this fall, if you can keep building on that.
1: Yeah. Kalani's recruitment. I remember back when I covered Ole Miss, I, I was talking to him quite a bit. And then as things progressed with, you know, signing day got closer, um, you know, Georgia Tech was. Uh, were they were they were in the picture the the
0: whole time, right? Uh, with Claudius, feel you know, like yeah, yeah, he was committed to the old staff. Um, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, he was going to play a He was going to play a lot still. Um, and he committed in like October, maybe or something like that. And took his official visit like right around the time when the coaching change went down. So he was a guy they held on to um, that they liked and was a highly rated recruit out of high school too. just a guy hasn't shown um, his full abilities yet. I think he's still got his best football ahead of him.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's my pick, right? Yep. So my next pick, I'm going to get a little bit – a little bit – I wouldn't say crazy, but I'm going to take Michael May. Okay, Mike
0: May. Good pick. Uh, Solid offensive lineman. A guy who was recruited a little bit out of high school um, beyond just triple option stuff. And very good young man, so that's a solid pick.
1: I saw the word Hoover and I couldn't resist.
0: That's funny. <laughs> I am going to go back to the defensive line. I'm going to take our Belgian friend Sylvain Yonderjan. Nderjohn, whatever. I was going to say his last name. I like Sylvain's game. He he's a guy who came on a lot. Uh, missed the spring, recovering from an injury, but he played pretty well. He, uh, had a lot of important snaps kind of down the stretch before he got hurt. And, uh, he's a guy who physically definitely looks the part, um, kind of an impressive looking guy. So I really like his game.
1: Well, there goes my pick. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that's a good one. Um, still I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head and you know, I think that by taking him at the same time, they've opened the the gate to a ton of different recruits internationally. Uh, Whether or not they, you know, pursue them heavily as time goes on, uh, they've, they've got that opportunity, you know, having him there.
0: That makes sense. What do you got, Russell?
1: I am going to... You took Jamon, You took. Yeah, you took that griffin. I'm going to take the other griffin, Jaquan.
0: Okay, you're going to take Jaquan?
1: Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going upside, upside, upside. And, you know, despite him not being as big as the rest of my D-line, he'll come in when I need him. He'll make plays. What more can I ask for at this point?
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I am going to go back to the defensive side here. I'm going to add uh another corner because you can't just play with two corners. Let me take Jaitlin Askew, who's maybe one of the most undervalued guys on the team. Plays the dime, can play the nickel, can play corner, did a nice job. Uh, great speed, probably has the best speed of any of the guys at the cornerback position, and is uh, a senior, so he can provide a little bit of leadership in that group too.
1: Man, I can't believe he's a senior already.
0: Yeah, it's kind of amazing.
1: I remember with his recruitment that that was he was the first kid that ever let me break his commit his recruitment. That was I'll never forget it. I was so taken aback. I was like, what? And and the way that he did it. Was just I don't know it it was classy in my opinion the way that he was able to to give me like a full story I believe it was three or four days in advance oh wow a lot of kids are you know they'll do it the night before but he had his mind made up pretty quick and he knew where he was going and he knew what he was doing and he wasn't wasn't shy about it and I, I just I'll I never forget that uh, you're taking ask you I'm gonna take Miles Sims to the, I I wouldn't, he's not going to start in my secondary, but he'll have a chance.
0: Okay. Miles Sims, who played a lot last year. I am going to jump back onto the offensive side of the ball, and I feel like I need some depth, and I'm going to take Austin Smith. He can play tackle or guard as a Kind of sixth lineman for for my group. Give a little bit of uh, breathing room to to my starters.
1: Can never have too much breathing room. Now let me count real quick. Do
0: I have a starting five? You have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you got a starting five.
1: I do, but uh, yeah, I do. Quinny, Quinny, left tackle. I'm going to play Menahan um, at guard. Or no. William Lay at center. I'm going to play Paula at guard. I'm going to play Minahan at guard, and I'm going to play Rankin to tackle.
0: Okay. You still have Mike May, too.
1: See? I've already got the depth. There you go. After seeing your onslaught of the offensive line, I decided I might might need to, to grab a few. Yep. I might need to grab a few, and, and with that, I still need another receiver.
0: Uh, yeah, you do not have another outside receiver. You're still short one.
1: And that is where the problems occur. But I'm going to have to go with P.J. Harris.
0: Okay, P.J. Harris, not bad. Had a decent spring, big-bodied receiver, uh, similar to Jalen Cant. Maybe a little less uh, refined.
1: Right. Um, yeah. It was,
0: it, yeah. I'm going to go back to the defensive side of the ball. I take a guy who physically I'm impressed with. I haven't seen much of him yet. I'm going to take DeQuan uh, Dallas, the redshirt freshman defensive tackle.
1: Yeah, that's a big guy.
0: He's a large human being, and he will help bolster my uh, interior defensive line.
1: He will for sure. Going back to the offensive side of the ball, for me, I, and I I've said several times I, was, I wouldn't call myself a fan of him, but I, I was high on him, and I think that it was a, a smart decision to take him, and that is Wing Green. From Lee County, the incoming freshman. Okay. Uh, you you can't teach six seven two eighty five. You, you just no. can't. And to be to be fair, to be blunt, he's got his work cut out for him with with Wing. But if Wing listens and, and you know pays attention and like works hard, uh, I don't I don't see why he can't develop into a starter. And for me, he's he's good depth.
0: My next pick's easy then for me. I'm going to go with Billy Ward at tight end that I'm very high on. Uh, I think he's got a lot of upside, and it will help balance out my depth, give me a little bit of uh, a, be able to go twin tight ends if I need to. And I think he's a guy we're going to see a lot of this year playing some football for Georgia Tech. Yes, yeah,
1: that that's a good one. I've worried somebody who his recruitment essentially got shut down the moment he committed. I believe his mom teaches at the school? Yeah. Or works at the school? Yeah. I mean, that one was that one was done. Other schools kept calling, you know, Florida State, um, both the old staff and the new staff. But he was he was all in, all in. Um, I'm gonna go with a another DB, a redshirt freshman, and that's Keenan Johnson, who okay. made a couple plays. It's, it's, points, but at this point, it's it's all about depth and best player available.
0: Sticking with that idea, I'm going to go back to the receiver position. I'm going to take Nate McCollum, who I really like give me some depth and someone to push Kalani Norris and a guy, I think, who has a chance to play some this year as well, who could get into that mix at the slot receiver. Because those, the, the type of routes those guys run – uh, they get subbed out a little bit more, so I think he's a, a got a lot of potential
1: you know, speaking of potential i i receivers um a name that was really, really, really hyped up when he came in, and then you know he was forced to sit out, the waiver didn't pass, and um, you know, he practiced the spring, and at some point, you know people were kind of wondering where he was and why he hadn't you know completely burst onto the scene. Um, and and that's Marquez desert, the former Miami receiver from Atlanta native, you know, back home, just being him and and my offense, he's got a chance.
0: Sure. I'm going to go with the guy I thought was the fourth best receiver on the team this spring. That's Zach Owens. Um, to round out my kind of receiver main receiver group, my rotation, I, Zach had a great spring. Um, the guy that kind of – a local kid from Pope uh, High School right down the street from me that people just kind of slept on, um, didn't think he would put a big number, just kind of forgotten about. And he's a guy that really has uh, expanded his ability in this offense, and I'm very high on him.
1: That's a good pick. He was I was really torn between him and P.J. Harris, but I didn't have the advantage of, of seeing him live this spring. You did. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm going back on the defensive side of the ball. You've got Franks. I'm taking Tyson. Uh, Seeing the way that Tyson, you know, played his senior year, uh, he tried to do it for the most part without distractions, and then the whole Michigan State thing came up, and and from there on I think I'm not sure if his coaches told him to shut it down, he shut it down, or or what it was, but – everything kind of seemed to fall in place for Georgia Tech after that The visit fell apart.
0: Makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and jump in and take my backup quarterback now, uh, Tucker Gleason. I would we've taken him earlier, but. Um,
1: didn't need to. I
0: didn't need to. I didn't figure Russell wasn't going to take him, but this is a good time for him to come off the board. Tuck, very excited about Tuck's future. I really like the kid. I think he's a good fit for what uh Dave Padner wants to do offensively at Georgia Tech, and I think he fits very well in the offense. And bounces him and Yates gives me a nice one-two punch at quarterback.
1: Yeah, they do. That's a a good pick. Let me scroll up here to make sure you didn't take him. You did not. It seems like we're separating the brothers. You've got yeah. Jalen Camp, and, and I'm taking Jamal. Okay. I'm taking Jamal. I think he's got the the size and the ability. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to morph completely into a, a three-technique defensive tackle or, or what he's going to end up being, you know, on the real field. But on my field, he's gonna, he's going to make plays whether he's on the inside or the outside.
0: I'm going to go back to the defensive tackle position and round out my group. I take Chris Martin, who's a kid, I really like, who's just battled injuries throughout his career and is a senior, redshirt senior, and a kind of emotional leader for the defense in a lot of ways. Uh, kids really like him, and he's a, a very good kid and a very effective defensive tackle when he's healthy.
1: He is. I was. I don't know why, but he slipped my mind. He he played in, what, 10 games last year? Something like that, yeah. He
0: played, and he's played probably the second most of the defensive tackles, if you go back and look throughout his career.
1: Yeah. yeah he played quite a bit last year.
0: Started six games last year.
1: you picking starters in the 30, 35th round. I trying to cover bases, my bases, man. Mind. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've gotta figure out a kicker. And um I'm trying to remember the other freshman's name. Verdisco?
0: It's Trevor Hare and there's Steven Verdisco.
1: Verdisco. Burdisco is the
0: right? punter kicker.
1: Okay, so then we're not taking Verdisco. We have we have Presley Harvin. I will be taking Trevor Hare. Okay. Um, it's going to be a, an interesting competition. And I think that that is one position where that can win or lose you some games, whether it be kick, kicking or punting, um, kicking especially, you know, extra points you saw was it the Miami game. If Miami makes that any of those field goals, they win the game in regulation. And I think we may be having, you know, several different conversations this season this, coming into this coming season than we would right now.
0: For sure. I think if you win two games, I think that's a lot worse than winning three in a lot of ways. Um, and especially, you know, just it probably kills your momentum. Having that having that cool win uh, would be big. I'm going to go with uh, Steven Verdisco then uh, as my punter. I like him a little bit more than Cliff Gandis, who to me seems like maybe he's not 100% healthy or not back to where he was. Uh, so I'm taking him as my punter.
1: That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, getting back to the incoming freshman, I am going to take the finally healthy wide receiver, and that is Ryan King. Okay. Um, Ryan struggled quite a bit this past season with with injuries. Uh, whether it be his foot. uh, He he just had all kinds of different issues, his foot, his ankle. but He he says he's finally healthy, he did when I talked to him last before he signed. Um, But his upside is is through the roof. And, you know, playing at Grayson, um, he's coached well.
0: Makes sense. I'm going to go back to the offensive line. I'm going to take Charlie Clark. I need a backup offensive tackle. The a guy who's played a lot of football, uh, a guy who would have played a significant role last year if he had not been hurt with his elbow injury or whatever, arm injury whatever it was. Uh, Charlie played well in the spring, uh, kind of was holding the spot for Devin Cochran at left tackle, could play left-right tackle. Um, not going to blow anyone away, but very steady kid, uh, great kid at Georgia Tech. And Charlie Clark's my pick. That's
1: a good pick. Was he your –
0: yeah. 7th or 8th
1: alignment?
0: Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. 7, yeah. 7,
1: yeah. I am going back on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm going to have to take, at this point, You let me make Jerry Howard a running back, so I'm making Bruce Jordan Swilling a linebacker.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
1: Hey, you know you Rob Peter, you pay Paul.
0: Makes sense. All right, Bruce um, Jordan Swilling off the board. I the think linebacker. that
1: with him, I mean, I understand the, the the position change for for both kids. I think that it, it may set it may set Jerry up for a possible NFL future and. We'll see what happens with Bruce and if he's able to, to fight for carries in that running back stable that is one of the more highly talented positions on campus in general. Um, but Bruce's ability at linebacker, I mean, speaks for itself. And I just in the draft, I couldn't not pick him.
0: I feel like I need a backup center. I'm going to take Brian Spires, the freshman, who I think did a nice job running kind of that see offense, third unit this spring, uh, getting his feet wet. That's hard to come in as in a, a, uh, a true freshman in spring ball and, and run an offense at center and what they're doing with the snaps and all that. And he did a great job, and I'm a big fan of uh, Ryan's game and I like him. So he's going to be my long term replacement for Kenny Cooper, and that's my next pick.
1: It's a good one, yeah. Ryan's recruitment was was interesting there for a bit, not with other schools, but with his his former teammate, Nick Patterson. Where did Nick end up? I don't know. Princeton.
0: Yeah, it was something weird like that, I feel like. He went somewhere off the grid.
1: Let's see. Yeah, he slipped to Princeton, yeah. I was right. That was weird. I
0: waited Waited too long.
1: He waited way too long. I mean, he wanted to do it at a time where he wouldn't be taking the spotlight off his brother, you know, which was, was understood, but at the same time, recruiting doesn't wait for anybody. And, you know, this is a draft podcast, but in terms of recruiting at a time like this, recruiting still not going to wait for anybody. Um Kids are trying to commit to schools. Schools are trying to get kids to commit. And if the if, if two sides aren't together, then they're both going to move on. And whether or not they circle around back to each other is could happen. It could not. Now, you took one early enrollee on the offensive side of the ball. I am going to take – well, I was going to take an early enrollee on the defensive side of the ball, but I think I should wait a little while for that one. I'm going with another DB, and that's somebody who was able to play in three games last season as a freshman. Didn't, I wouldn't say make a, a huge impact, but, you know, he, he's got a chance and, you know, he, he's depth on, on my team, and that's Wesley Walker.
0: Ooh, like Wesley a lot. Uh, he was kind of my next guy up on my board, too. Play a nickel or safety spot. Um, yeah, I think he'll... Really highly recruited a guy before his injury in high school. He uh, He's a guy who missed... Maybe he was junior? Missed part of that um, with the injury. Didn't camp, didn't do a lot of the stuff. Kind of lost... He was a four-star at one point. Lost a star just because I think no one saw him for a while. I don't remember if he got it back or not. Um, I think back he,
1: to... He was a three-star with rivals. I knew that.
0: Yeah, so he lost. He had been a four-star throughout much of the recruiting process. Um, didn't he missed a lot of time, so he got dinged for that. Um, interesting pick. I am going to go back on defense, and I'm going to take Kyle Kennard, the freshman defensive end. I feel like. His just size in general has uh, a lot of upside. You can't teach size, right? He's a big old dude. and I need some depth at defensive end. I'm a little bit thin. particularly like at the rush end spot, so I'm going to say Kyle.
1: Yeah. That's true. You, you can't teach size, and that's why I'm taking Akilo Stone. Okay. Um, Akilo is, is somebody who they're trying to transform into a defensive tackle, and I think they're going to go, with, go, go through the bumps and the, the bruises that may come along with that. But I know Akilo is going to be – he's going to work for it. He's going to do everything he can. And he's also trying to help George Temple crew better in South Jordan, so I'm
0: going to go back to defense. I'm going to take Avery Showell, who played very well last year, as um, one of the reserve safeties. On a lot of teams he'd probably start, but he's in kind of a backup role at georgia tech just because of the depth they have at safety right now and i think he's a guy with a lot of upside it'll be interesting to see um he's a guy i was kind of keeping an eye on just to see if maybe he would test the the transfer waters to see if there was maybe an opportunity to start somewhere else i think you could see some things like that happen if they do pass this uh, uh free transfer rule that they're talking about right now
1: yeah there was a there was some news on that today wasn't there
0: yeah, they're basically saying they expect that it was supposed to go into effect next year, but they're saying they're going to probably do it for this year that everyone gets a one-time free pass, and it just does away with the waiver system, basically, That that's unfair to begin with.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was torn between Shoal and Leslie um, Walker, but, you know, Walker's upside and, and youth kind of and also, like you said, you know, being such a highly rated recruit, it was too much to pass. Sure, I've got to get a, another running back, and at this yes. point, things are getting kind of
0: squarely. You have four options, maybe four. three. Well, if you want to go walk on or not,
1: who I got? It. Amerson Ellison Malloy Malloy, that's right.
0: Keen Hemingway,
1: that's right. It got there. There's the Maryland kid too. Uh, yep. I'm going with Amerson. Okay. Amerson was a kid as a as a recruit who. Was, was highly recruited at one point, not as highly recruited as Wesley as Walker was, but somebody who can, you know, if, if heaven forbid, one of my running backs get hurt. <laughs> but my offensive line isn't the best, so <laughs> he may be getting some carry.
0: Well, I'm going to jump back to the receiver spot. I'm going to take Avery Boyd. Um need one more receiver to kind of fill out the two deep there, and I like his game, got some good speed, good size on him as well. I like Mr. Boyd as my next pick.
1: Back to back Avery's. Is that playing?
0: Oh no, it was not. I
1: was <laughs> <funny that. laughs> uh, trying to get you off your game. Maybe you drop your drop your little black book or your your board or something over there. <laughs> Let's see. We're getting to the, the end here. We we are at this is the forty first round for, for those of you keeping up at home. Oof. So but so we're we're down to not skin and bones exactly, but, but close to it. What you got? I've got
0: let's see. We're
1: running out here. I'm going to take a third quarterback. That's going to be Ryan Lance.
0: Are you taking Ryan Lance, the walk-on quarterback?
1: I am. I need a. I need a third-string quarterback.
0: Okay. Interesting pick. I am going to go with a snapper. I'm going to take Jack Coco. Yeah, you that's can also smart. double as a tight end. And can play on the offensive line. Very versatile,
1: snapper. I've been versatile for a snapper. I mean, like you, you named all those.
0: Played with tight, tight end in spring. Yeah. Played offensive line a year ago. Played offensive line under PJ too.
1: Did he really? He played. He played offensive line under PJ.
0: Yep, and under Brent Key, last year he played tight end in the spring.
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty set at D. Yeah, I'm set at D. B. When you get to this plate, you get like you should get an extended period of time, not a. a, <laughs> a less time.
0: There's still some some gems out there.
1: I don't see Tom Brady.
0: There's no Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I didn't realize. I forgot you were a Patriots fan while I said that. That's okay. That's all right. You'll, you'll have Justin Herbert after Thursday night. so <laughs> Hopefully. I'm going back to the incoming freshman class. Okay. And I'm going to take another defensive lineman. Um, You're going to take a manual. <laughs> I am. And I think that that's the, that's the X factor position this season. You know, I, I took Clayton with one of my first picks and, and coming down to the wire, grabbing an incoming freshman who was, who played lights out at the, the all-star game he was in in South Carolina, had a good season and really kind of opened the door also for, for Georgia Tech recruiting in that in this class
0: i'm going to go back to the specialist i'm going to take the long snapper k long hard to kick field goals if you don't have or it's hard to punt i'm sorry if you don't have a long snapper so
1: yeah, you have them all yeah you've got coco <laughs> you've got long you've even got spires just in case he decides he wants to
0: do it yep so that leaves there's one more long snapper on the roster
1: there is, and that's who I'm taking. And that is Henry Fleer. Okay. Woodward Academy.
0: That's your, your lone snapper guy. He has to do both. All right. Got a,
1: you've got a call task.
0: I'm going to take the best available player on my board, left, and that is Derek Allen. Uh, Derek's a guy I just haven't seen enough of healthy. Uh, he was non-contact for some of the spring, um, big safety, a lot of talent. Uh, I think he'll do some nice things. He kind of rounds out that safety position for me. I'm a little thin at linebacker, so it might help out there as well.
1: And I'm really curious to see where Derek lines up on the field, you know, when he does get on there. And like you said, I think that's the only reason he fell in this draft so far was because no one's seen him.
0: Yeah, he played some free and strong uh, in camp, but I haven't really seen much more of him other than that. And it was non-contact and kind of, you know, not against the best groups, so it was a little bit harder to gauge.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, my next pick going to be taking Cade Kucurata. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew that, I knew he's one of your favorites.
0: Coops but, Coops is um, on the board.
1: Getting getting Coops this late, um, he can really play. I think anywhere on the offensive line, more so on the inside, in my opinion. But that's where I'm leaning.
0: I feel like I need another corner. I'm going to take Jordan Huff here. Like Jordan Huff, he came on a little bit as the spring went along. The guy that's a little bit forgotten around a lot of other big name guys in that that cornerback group, but uh, I like him. I think he's got a lot of upside. Redshirt freshman played one or two games last year, I think. Um, I think he's got some upside, John. I like he him is. better than the other better than the other Huff. Yeah.
1: Well, the other Huff is, is my last pick, and that is Jalen Huff. Are we done? I believe so. Let me. Let's
0: go five more because uh, I still have a couple needs. <laughs> you want to go a couple wanna... more? Let's go a fan. couple more rounds. Uh, I still have one that I forgot about. I need a linebacker. I'm gonna take Cornelius Evans.
1: Yeah, I was. Oh, I was. It was between him and Tyson, and I just couldn't. I had to take Tyson.
0: Sure, I would take Tyson over Cornelius, but I think Cornelius has a lot of upside. He's put weight on, which is the biggest thing with him. He looked like a basketball player. Um, So this is going to be interesting for you. We're going to test your knowledge here as we go this far down. This is a little bit of an advantage for me.
1: Yes, this is uh, not the easiest thing I've done today. (laughs) Not the easiest thing I've done today. Um, That's why I've... I've been leaning on the freshman class. All
0: right, who you got?
1: Luke Johns, everybody's favorite on the method. Ooh,
0: you're taking Luke Johns, tight end.
1: I'm taking him as an ATH.
0: Okay, athlete.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'll play where needed.
0: Uh, Well, that's interesting. I'm going to go with uh, a guy who's surprisingly fallen this far in the draft, Jaquan Henderson, um, rush end. Uh, you know, Jaquan's a guy just a little bit undersized and hasn't been able to consistently put together, but I'm going to roll the dice on him, and it gives me some depth to Jordan Dominic and takes some of the pressure off of uh, Kyle as a true freshman.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you can't beat that. Quan
0: Henderson.
1: Getting to the real nitty gritty now.
0: hmm. You'll send slot receiver. Um, I, I am thin it receiver. Do you want to take the flyer on Josh Blancado?
1: That's my. That's what I'm thinking here. That's really what I'm thinking. Give me a veteran presence. Marietta kid. Marietta area kid. You know, cut you with the Cal. But, yeah, I'm going to do Blancado.
0: Okay. I am going to take someone that I'm surprised is still on the board right now, Christian Malloy. So like him, gives me four really good running backs. And some nice step there. He's uh, a kid, who would play on a lot of other teams, he'd be in the 2 deep in a lot of other schools right now, in my opinion. You think? Yeah, I think he's uh,
1: underrated. Part B must have a a uh, the pattern. They have underrated running backs, overrated running backs, underrated running backs, overrated running backs. Yeah, they, they had they had the underrated with Malloy, and, and yeah. Anyways. I'll oh, back in the trash. Sorry. I have to throw in these little recruiting things when I can. Yeah, no worries. You're really testing my knowledge here. I feel like this is the point where they're trying to stump the truck, you know, on Saturday through <clears> the <throat> NFL trash. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like we're at right now.
0: There's still a couple scholarship guys floating around. One scholarship offensive lineman. Everybody's favorite. Um, safety. A running back.
1: Hmm. Huh. Offensive lineman, you say? <laughs>
0: One of my favorites.
1: Harrison Jump?
0: Yep. Find me up. All right, you're taking Harrison Jump. I am going back to the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to take another defensive end. Take Kaya Wright. Kaya Wright.
1: I'm I'm curious to see that, how that goes.
0: Yeah, I am, too. That's why I'm taking them so far down. I don't.
1: Yeah, I know. You You were pretty shocked when I saw Samir Gibbs as high as I did. I was. but I mean, you were running back at that level and playing behind an inexperienced offensive line who needs help. Can't go wrong there. Let's see. My next pick.
0: What are we at, by the way?
1: This is round 50.
0: All right, so this is it.
1: Oh, is it? This is the last pick? Yeah, well,
0: let's make this the last pick, yeah. We've done 50. Right. This. this
1: is Mr. Irrelevant. I
0: mean, well. <laughs> Not Mr. I... Irrelevant, but.
1: Oh goodness man. Last pick. You know, I printed Georgia Tech's roster for this 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 draft and and something that, that stuck out to me and um, it was it was interesting and I thought it was it was nice in a way also was that Bryce Gowdy was still on there.
0: Yeah, and they kept um Brandon Adams on there last year.
1: Yeah, I'm, Unfortunately, I'm,
0: I'm, they had an internet where the reserve PA guy announced him for a tackle where they had the, the day where you know, they had different guys with the number. That was tough. But, um, yeah, I think they should have Bryce on there. Are you going to draft Bryce just to, I am. to take him? Okay. I am. Bryce,
1: is a, Bryce is a good kid.
0: He was a good kid. I was talking to him. He uh, still bums me out. <laughs> What happened with him? It's so unfortunate.
1: It is, and it, but it sounds like um, not to get too off track, but it sounds like it's created a a much more openness in that community with with struggle going on and things like that. So hopefully, That's it'll good. help others in the long run.
0: That's what you gotta hope. All right, so I think we've got a pretty good. Roster breakdown. What we're going to do is, when I post the pod, we're also going to have, um, we'll do our like two deep, so we can show you guys what this kind of or our depth chart with our 50 players and where they fit in. So I think that'll be fun for everybody to see. Um, we've gone a long time on this, uh Russell. Where it went like an hour and 20 minutes or something insane. Um, but I think this is a fun exercise. I think it's interesting to. to for to give people something to talk about, something else different to think about right now, and I do feel bad for my boy Devin Ellison. I would have liked to draft him, but uh, I didn't get a chance to. He's uh one of the few scholarship guys left on the board. Jeremiah Smith also went undrafted, as did Steve Dolphus. I,
1: I was well, close to taking to Smith, but Jen, you haven't
0: seen him. He's been hurt. Uh Same yeah. with the Dolphus and really the same with Devin. Devin was a guy I was very high on in the, uh, the um, spring. Um, So we'll uh, see what happens with him. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up. It seems like we're on a down note. I think we're just tired from having to, I'd think about this stuff for like an hour and 20 minutes. Any um, hey, final thoughts, uh, Russell? Um, final
1: thoughts? I should have taken an offensive lineman before he took them off.
0: Before I took the whole starting offensive lineman save, Zach Quinney?
1: Yes. Um, but other than that, I think, like you said, it's, it's good to get people thinking about football, and I'm really curious to see how many people think I had the better draft.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the, the, the reaction is from our fan base. And uh, you can read all about that on, on jacketsonline.com. And for Russell Johnson, I'm Kelly Coleman. This is been the Jackets Online Podcast.